0: life is complicated there is the law and there is reality welcome to law and reality sponsored by thav gross now here's your host ken gross welcome to this segment of
1: law and reality today's topic is the rules on iras have changed brian small nice to see you nice to see you ken pleasure to be here this morning jeffrey linden top of the morning ken scott weinberg as always good morning good morning Pat, we're going to have a lot of questions for you on this topic. Good morning, Pat Samasco. I've, uh, I've been, I've You've been, I've been I put my thinking cap on over the holidays. It amazes me how major legislation that can affect millions of people kind of goes through and gets passed and gets no media coverage. People in the business knew that this was coming because it's been talked about for the last year or so, but. The day that the president signed it, there was no coverage uh, yeah. until after he signed it. There was no coverage on television. Yeah, they've been talking and very to, little coverage on Wall Street Journal yeah. and, and major journals. They've been talking
2: about doing it for years and years and years, and they just sort of slipped it in at the last second.
1: All right, so give me a quick rundown. What it's called the Secure Act.
2: Yeah, it's the
1: Secure Act. And, and they done?
2: Well, they they wanted to. Uh, what's going on is they want to get the. Income back into circulation as quick as possible. So, the good part of it, and there's good, the bad, and the really ugly, the good part of it is uh, the old days, if you take money out of your, you have to take money out of your retirement account. So, we're talking
1: about retirement accounts, 401k,
2: 403b, Thrift Savings Plan, anything that's a retirement account. When you're 70 and a half under the old law, you'd have to start taking out your required minimum distribution. What they did is uh, increase that to 72. So you don't have to start taking anything out until you're 72, which again, it's your required minimum distribution. So if you're still
1: working, you don't need the money, you're at a high tax bracket. Yeah. How much is the minimum distribution? It's around, a little bit over 3.5%,
2: let's say 4% per year. And the idea is you're gonna stretch that out over your whole lifetime, which you're talking about the tax brackets. It's not, it's not the tax. Every dad in the world hates paying taxes. So when he's working, he has high income, he puts money into the retirement account so he gets the tax deduction. Now he's retired and his income's so security and so low, he doesn't pull anything out unless he has to because he doesn't want to pay the tax but then he's paying low tax low tax so when you die and it goes to the kids and they're in the highest working years of their life they have to pay it out at their tax bracket Mm -hmm.
3: there there is a Downside though on the other on the beginning of it though, right that you can't take it out any earlier than what 59 59 and and a half half. Right, and and if you do then you get penalized So there's that that 59 and a half to 70 and a half window that you could be taking money out of your IRA the question is should you so, be taking money out of so, IRA? well
2: that's where the well it depends. We always preach don't look at your tax bracket, look at the kids tax bracket. So if you're in a really high tax bracket because you're in your you have good pensions and good social security, you should be taking out the minimum if your kids are in a really low tax yeah, bracket.
1: Let's back it up because I want to make sure that the viewers look what are, the are and, there, and listeners right. are following to the, to the whole process. So, you have an IRA. Right. And you're working and you've been contributing $7,500 a year to that IRA. It's not a Roth IRA, so you've been putting the money away, reducing your taxable income by doing it, and now you're at age 65. Right. And there's $200,000 in this IRA. Right. The issue with this new act says before you had to start taking your required distributions at 70 and a half. Now you can defer to 72. Right. You also, I think there's another benefit is, under the old law, you couldn't continue to make IRA contributions after, what, 70 and a half? Yeah. Now there's no limit. You can continue to contribute to your IRA. Still working. Okay. You're still going to have to pay tax when you take the money out. So
2: that looks like the good thing. But now you pass away. Under the old law, the kids could turn it into a stretch IRA or a beneficiary IRA and stretch it out over their
1: whole lifetime. Okay. Before you get to the kids, what about the wife? All right. So I die. My wife is the beneficiary of my IRA. Right. What happens to that?
2: She can turn it into a spousal rollover and now it's her IRA and she can stretch it out over her whole lifetime.
1: Okay, so she gets the benefit of taking that money out at the lower tax bracket too?
2: She gets the benefit of turning it into her IRA and then she can stretch it out whether it's a lower tax bracket or not she can take it out over She her just whole has
3: lifetime. her RMD at that so my wife at is At
2: age 72 now. My wife is now. 28. Right. And I
1: kick the bucket at 70, she'll be 33. She can stretch it over her life expectancy. Yeah. Now, Bonnie, I hope you're watching this because <laughs> I think of you every day as being 28. Right. Okay. Right. right so and wh- then she's
2: going to give it to her new boyfriend beneficiary after she passes away, I who's only back, 21. I take
3: back end all end. the nice things I just said. No, but just, so the younger spouse inherits, and that's not uncommon does the younger spouse have to take the money out within the 10 years or can they wait until they're 72? 72
2: and they can see it's a spousal role and now it's the spouse's IRA. She can turn it into a, uh, she has to start taking it out at age 72 and she has the ability to take it out over her whole lifetime.
3: If she takes it out earlier than that, before 59 and a half, she's she's Still pays the penalty. Yes,
2: but the fix on that is she can turn it into a beneficiary IRA because she is so young if she needs the money, but then she would have to take it out over that 10-year period.
1: Okay, so the 10 years kicks in with children. Yeah, let's talk about the kids. All right, so husband and wife have both passed away, and there's an IRA, husband had an IRA with still has $200,000 in it, wife has an IRA with a hundred thousand dollars. They're both gone. They have two children. The children are in their forties.
2: Right. They okay. have to turn they can turn into a beneficiary IRA under the new law. There's no required minimum distribution. When you say
1: beneficiary IRA, what do you mean?
2: They don't have to cash it in immediately and pay all the tax on it. They could turn it into their own beneficiary IRA, and now they have 10 years, and they have to get it all out within the end of that 10-year period.
1: So the income that's earned on it during the 10 years, they don't have to pay on it unless they take the money out. Correct. But they have to take it all out by the end of the 10 years. Correct. We're coming up to a break, and then when we come back, we want to talk about how the problems this doesn't sound so bad but there are problems caused by it what oh, so we want to focus problem.
0: on okay. tax problems are major problems don't let the irs levy your wages and seize your assets there is a solution worth Fav gross our firm will solve your problem if you're behind on your taxes and owe money to the irs call fav gross We've been solving tax problems for 32
4: years. We stop wage levies, resolve unfiled returns, and obtain the best possible
0: settlements. Call FavGross today, 888-235-HELP. If you're retired and in a financial crisis, there is a way out. It pains me when I see a retired couple exhaust their savings by paying credit card bills and for a home hopelessly underwater. Thav specializes in helping retired people in financial crisis. You just can't keep paying until you're broke. You need to address the problem now. 888-235-HELP. That's 888-235-HELP. We're Thav Gross. Our firm will solve your problem. You're all set to retire. You have your home paid off, money in the bank, and sound investments. But if you're not careful, all the things that you work so hard for can disappear. At Samasco Financial, we'll help you prevent that. We go beyond ordinary asset management. We'll safeguard everything that you have by creating a plan made specifically for you. How much can you afford to lose? Nothing. Protect the people that you love and the things that you have. Call Samasco Financial today. You can't work. You have to deal with pain and stress. Worse yet, our system for applying for disability benefits seeks to deny you the benefits you're entitled. Jeff Kirshner is an expert in obtaining disability and workers' compensation benefits for his clients. You need to call Jeff before you apply or after you're denied to get the benefits you deserve. 888-235-HELP, 888-235-HELP. Carrying too much debt? Resolve your debt. Call Thav Gross. You don't need to be broke and you don't need to hit rock bottom. If you
4: have income and you're struggling with debt, dump it. Think about the next 10 or 20 years.
0: If you do what the banks tell you, you'll have nothing to retire with. There is a solution. Don't waste your future. Call Fav Gross. We're experts at eliminating credit card debt. 888-235-HELP. That's 888-235-HELP. Is the debt piling up? Struggling to get by? It's all about preserving future income. Bankruptcy is one option. When it's right, it's the
4: least costly, most effective way to save your home, eliminate a second mortgage, and wipe out credit card debt. But you need to address the problem now. We help
0: people with bankruptcy. Call the experts. Worth are have Gross. Our firm will solve your problem. 888-235-HELP. That's 888-235-HELP.
1: All right, so we were talking at the break. All right, so husband dies. The $300,000, and wife's still alive, $300,000 IRA, she's the beneficiary. If I understand what we were saying at the break is she has to make an election by September of the year following the year of death as to whether she wants to roll that over into an IRA in her name or do a beneficiary IRA.
2: She could do either one.
1: If she does the rollover... Then she gets the benefit of stretching out the required distributions based upon her age, right. but she can't take any money until 59 and a half, otherwise she pays the penalty. Correct. But if she chooses the beneficiary IRA, she then doesn't get the stretch out ability, she gets the 10-year rule, which means at the end of 10 years she has to have taken all the money and paid the tax. Yes
2: unless she's within 10 years of that lifetime so that let's not get into the technical part of that cuz the jury's still out on a lot of that stuff okay which is the problem is there if that's your wife that's fine but what if it's your third wife People don't understand. Dad dies, he wants his third wife to have the benefit of the IRA, but when she dies, he wants that money to go to his yeah, kids. He only
1: wants her to get the income from right. it. Right. So how do you handle that? Well,
2: in the old days, we would put it in the special trust agreement, and then she would get the income for her whole lifetime. She dies, it goes to his kids. She can't in the old change days, who the, would pay
1: the tax? Would she pay she the tax She would pay the tax
2: while it's going on, but under the new law, it has to be out of that trust agreement within ten. ten years. Which means unless she dies within that ten year period, if she gets it, it's in her name, what's she gonna do with it? She's gonna, gonna change the beneficiary to her, her kids children, right? versus his kids. Or that firm. is the ugly part of this. So how do you get around tr- that? You gotta really look at the tax brackets while dad is alive. You wanna start getting it out of that IRA, convert it from an IRA to a non IRA before you pass away because now you got all sorts of options at that well, point. Well isn't
3: that the intended goal of all this statute? To get to taxes on the money and then get taxes on it kind of twice? No.
2: They, it's the intended goal when dad dies. But while dad's alive, he doesn't want to pay the tax on it. But he doesn't realize he's not paying the tax. It's a nightmare for the kids yeah. later we, we've on. We've
1: talked about this before over on the show where there's that tendency to say I'm in the low tax bracket but i still don't want to take the right. ira i start using my money that is is i've already paid the tax on right which is the wrong decision even then mostly you should usually. get rid of you know, once your income falls that's when you want to get that ira
3: out of I there i thought the idea was that they wanted the ink the money back in the system Upon, they want it to flow back well
2: back. if that's true then they increase the required minimum date to 72. Right. If they wanted that quicker, they would have reduced it to 68 or 65. It's upon death they want it back into the system a lot faster, and the and tru- probably have tracking issues too. Well, when so it's the same thing with the Roth IRA there's no tax on a Roth IRA, but you could stretch out the payment of the distribution over your whole lifetime. Well, that means it's not being taxed for the whole lifetime of the beneficiary. Now you have to pull it out within that 10-year period because so they want it in the system long. So the same,
1: the same rules apply to the Roth IRA? Same,
2: oh, absolutely. Okay, yeah. Which is
1: even in some respects more unfair because you already paid the They'd tax on that. income. Anyway.
2: Well, they want the money back in a taxable environment quicker. So spouses, it's a big deal, second marriage, third marriage. Kids, the first thing, it's the tax brackets of the kids. So your, your son is a, an engineer and your daughter's a doctor. And you're, you're a high bracket. Yeah, high bracket here. And dad's on Social Security. He's at a 10% bracket. He dies, that money goes to those kids. Now if they're making 100000 a year, and now you dump another hundred grand a year, because of the IRA distribution, now they're maybe in a 37% So you could
1: bracket. have a situation where dad is, I don't want to say, he's on his deathbed, or he's in the nursing home, he's gravely ill. That's a time where you need to have a meeting, because if dad's in the low tax bracket, at least, you let's say it's December, you could take half of the money out in December, pay tax on half, take the other half in January at the lower tax bracket, because if he passes away, and his kids are both in 40% tax brackets, and they're going to be in that bracket for the next 10 years, you're going to pay 40% tax. You're preaching to the choir. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, so if so well, we it's a Roth 85.
2: do it at 75, 76. We're so busy at the end of the year because we're, in every conversation, dad's having a heart attack. What do you mean I got to pay 10% tax? And the kids are saying, dad, I'm in a 37% bracket. Please pay the tax.
3: So, but if it's a Roth IRA,
2: there is no tax.
3: And there's no, no tax to the kids. Right. So, effectively, one goal would be if you're in that position right now with the Roth IRA, is try to do Roth, yeah, Roth So, there's see, a you, lot of things, But you fixes. still have the 10
1: year rule on the Roth, because what's nice about a Roth is the income accumulates tax free right. also. But they, uh, they don't let you do that forever. So, the thing is, years.
2: while you're alive, Look at doing Roth versus traditional retirement accounts. Roth conversions, if you're retired. Life insurance. Life insurance is tax-free always. So that's the stuff that you can look at to get it to the kids in
1: tax-free accounts versus tax-deferred accounts. So bottom line is you need to take a fresh look at all of these issues now because of this change in the law with the SECURE Act. Absolutely. I want to shift focus, same topic, and think about, all right, first one starting off, husband and wife are young they both passed away at a young age and now there's IRAs and the kids are nineteen years old right. and 21 they're, they're going to inherit three hundred thousand right. dollars that 19 year old's going to do what? Brian always says he's going to buy a Corvette and buy a bar
3: No, I, not the, no, bar. Like go- the bar, you like I the like bar. The Corvette. I think they're going to buy a Corvette and the cost of a Corvette How these do you days protect how do you protect that money? Well, it's the
2: same trust agreement that we talked about that has the protection in it. And the new law says that you can keep it for 10 years after they turn majority. So let's say the majority is age 18. You can keep it in the trust until they're 28. What about the
1: taxes during that time? Well,
2: again, you, you can sprinkle it out. It's actually, it gets to the kids. You give them 30 grand a year, 30 grand a year, 30 grand a year. And the idea is that they're paying it at the lower bracket because okay. their income is so lower. So the trust isn't paying the tax though. Correct. You're distributing it to the beneficiary. You're That's flowing one it way. through. That's one way. But if you back. Come...
1: From, take a break. When we come back from the break, I want to talk about protecting issues with money with respect to kids and parents.
2: That's the ugly part.
0: Carrying too much debt? Resolve your debt. Call Fav Gross. You don't need to be broke, and you don't need to hit rock bottom. If you have income and you're
4: struggling with debt, dump it. Think about the next 10 or 20 years. If you do what the
0: banks tell you, you'll have nothing to retire with. There is a solution. Don't waste your future. Call Fav Gross. We're experts at eliminating credit card debt. Call Favgross today, 888-235-HELP. Criminal matters are serious. Your freedom, future, and wallet are on the line. Criminal defense attorney Scott Weinberg is a former prosecutor and renowned criminal lawyer. For over 30 years, he's the go-to defender in Michigan to protect your rights. Scott's advice? You have the right to remain silent. Use it if charged with a crime. Call Scott Weinberg today. 888-235-HELP. 888-235-HELP. And remember, stay silent.
1: Time for announcements. I want to remind our listeners to watch us on Sundays, 11 o'clock a.m. on TV20. Also, be sure and sign up for our free monthly contest. Free $100 Visa gift card, one reality hat, and a copy of my book, Dump Your Debt. Just go to the website, pop your email address uh, in on the form, and you're entered into the contest. We have a seminar coming up Wednesday, January 22nd, 6 to 7.30 p.m., Debt Be Gone. This is our first seminar of 2020 focusing on debt elimination. We're going to go out to switch to stop continually paying debt and instead putting that money in savings rather than letting it go to your credit card companies so that at the end of the day you have something to retire with. Debt elimination is a key part of the process. We're going to talk about solutions using bankruptcy and solutions outside of bankruptcy. Special segments from Jeff Linden on how to resolve tax issues and Scott Weinberg, criminal law issues everyone should know about, and attendees get a free copy of my book, Dump Your Debt. Sign up at thavgross.com, lawandreality.com, or call 888-235-HELP. That's 888-235-HELP. Also remember, you can always come in for a free consultation. Just call the... Firm at 888-235-HELP or go on the website and request a consult. You got debt issues and estate planning issues with Brian, tax issues with Jeff, uh, business law issues with myself, elder law issues with Pat Samasco, disability issues with Jeff Kirshner, criminal issues with Scott Weinberg, you're always entitled to a free consult. Just pick up the phone, call, we'll get you in, we'll go over your issues, figure out the right strategy and plan uh, on how to address the issues. Our free consults are not meet and greets. We analyze the problem and come up with a firm solution to your problem, what it will cost and what the steps you need to take in order to effectuate that result. Also go to the website, we've got free reports, brand new, Resolving Tax Problems, The Real Solutions, written by Jeff Linden and myself. How to Save Your Home from Foreclosure, Business Formations, Loans and Grants for Small Businesses in Detroit, and The Retiree's Guide to Social Security from Pat Samasco. I want to thank our sponsors, Stav Gross, Samasco Law, Michigan Criminal Lawyers, PLC, and Jeff Kirshner Law. Now back to the
0: show. Is the debt piling up? Struggling to get by? It's all about preserving future income. Bankruptcy is one option. When it's right, It's the
4: least costly, most effective way to save your home, eliminate a second mortgage, and wipe out credit card debt. But you need to address the problem now. We help people
0: with bankruptcy. Call the experts. We're Thav Gross. Our firm will solve your problem. 888-235-HELP. That's 888-235-HELP. Will I outlive my money? Medicaid is so confusing. A will, or do I need a trust? What if mom needs to go in a nursing home? At Samasco Law, we have the answers to all of these questions. Our attorneys will eliminate the confusion and develop a plan that's right for you. We are dedicated to veterans benefits, assisted living and nursing home care. Samasco Law can help prepare you for a long future. Call Samasco Law today. If you're retired and in a financial crisis, there is a way out. It pains me when I see a retired couple exhaust their savings by paying credit card bills and for a home hopelessly underwater. Thav Gross specializes in helping retired people in financial crisis. You just can't keep paying until you're broke. You need to address the problem now. 888-235-HELP. That's 888-235-HELP. We're Thav Gross. Our firm will solve your problem.
1: All right, last segment, I want to just talk about general rules and. systems we use to protect money from creditors. Here's the issue. Mom or mom and dad have some money but have their own major creditor issues. That's one. Or we have a situation where mom and dad are good but son has creditor issues and they're worried about let's it. Let's do one, end. Son has bad creditor issues.
2: Daughter has no creditor issues. Yeah, so let's well, assume two kids. A good assume, kid and assume, a one. Assume
1: that the case. Okay, well, right. let, me, let me give you my people. Bill and Shirley they have $300,000 of equity in their home. They have savings of $250,000. That's non-qualified. That's not in an IRA. It's not in a 401 k. They have an IRA of $400,000. Alright, example one. Bill guaranteed a loan for Jeff. That's their son for his business. The business went bust. The bank is now suing Bill for the $200,000. And the question is, how can we protect Bill and Shirley as to the IRA, the savings, and the home? So, first question: Do we have a thing? That, do we have to worry about the IRA?
2: No,
3: no, because the IRA no. is protected from creditors
2: unless he dies and it goes to the son, who also guaranteed the loan and yes, loses did. the. Yes, Yeah, well, because an
3: inherited IRA
2: okay. is not protected, and, and that's either. the problem. About, right. If we put it in the trust agreement, we could have that protection vehicle within the trust. But now, under the new law, you have to have that distributed to him over the 10-year period. No, no, I, wait, wait. I thought, I thought the, the law was very
3: clear. It had to be removed from the IRA. Can it still remain in the trust?
2: Yes, but the tax bracket will be way, way, way but higher. But is, is, is
3: that a better potential choice the than the letting creditors get to credit protection?
2: Is it the worst choice of the horrible choices? Maybe not, but are there better options that you can pick?
1: All right, so that's the IRA, that that, that issue we've talked about. I want to to talk about the savings account. So there's a a savings account of $250,000. Bill's being sued on this guarantee. He has no defense. How are we going to protect that $250,000? Now, what we do to protect it is we say, okay, half of that money's Shirley's, half of it's bills. We divide that money up. Give Shirley her hundred and twenty five grand. She can't she's not being sued. Bill's still exposed on the hundred and twenty five that's sitting in that savings account. So what we do is we transfer that to an investment LLC owned by Bill and Shirley. Okay. When you have an LLC, a creditor could only attach distributions. They can't pierce the LLC and grab the money. So what we do is we put that money in an LLC for Bill, and we let it sit there. He doesn't take distributions, it accumulates. Pays us the tax once the accountant determines the tax. And then Bill's other money he's getting from Social Security goes in a segregated account because you can't touch Social Security if you're a creditor. Then what we do is as far as spending money for Bill and Shirley, we spend the LLC money first and get that gone. Because Shirley's money can't be touched. Shirley's Social Security is safe. Shirley's 125 share of the 250 is safe. And Shirley's, and, and, and Bill's Social Security is safe. So that covers that scenario. The house is a problem in that in Michigan, you can get a judgment lien. It only attach, it doesn't attach when husband and wife own the property together, if Bill, if the judgment's only against Bill, but if Bill... If Shirley predeceases Bill and he now owns the property, then the judgment lien attaches. But it's only good for five years. And, and renewable for there's five. there's no teeth to it. In other words, and it's renewable can't for force five. a foreclosure. You can't force a foreclosure, but you can't sell the house. This is true. Okay. So, that's, so the house has shortcomings, but we have a mechanism there when it's tenancy by the entireties. Now let's quickly do Jeff. Jeff. Bill and Shirley are going to leave money. If they leave the money to Jeff, Jeff's got creditors. Right. So Brian, if you can put Jeff in a bankruptcy, clean him up first before he inherits. That's good. Well, sure. I
3: would do put put him in a bankruptcy, but I'd also have Pat review Bill and Shirley's uh, estate plan to make sure that he can't inherit during the lifetime of the bankruptcy. Right. So and what, then you leave the money to the to or you leave well, the money to
2: the other daughter. So yeah. So there's the that's where the fix is with that trust agreement. You have a a good responsible child and a good irresponsible child. Split that bucket up. She gets the IRA money, he gets the non IRA money and trusts. There is no mandatory distribution. There
1: you have it. These are difficult, important issues that you can't figure out on your own. The IRA, the SECURE Act, if you have IRAs, you need to get in and review it with your financial advisor or talk to Pat Simasco to know what to do with it. If you've got creditor problems, like we're talking about with Bill and Shirley, you need expertise as to how to protect those assets. Have a great week. We'll be back next week with
3: Law and Reality.